Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027. And I'm really excited to be back with you again this morning. And I hope that in spite of the stress of the world around us, you're experiencing God's peace, that peace that passes all understanding. This morning I want to look at healing, a healing in the Bible, and I will at St. Mark's be doing a healing service with the anointing of oil. But before I even begin, I want to just remind us of a book that I have spoken about before, The Little Red Bird. And in that book, the lady speaks about her experience while she was pregnant with her second child. Her husband and first child were killed in a car accident, and she's in labor with the second child, battling to give birth. And she goes to the corner of the hospital ward, and she says to God, what more do you want from me? You've taken my child, you've taken my husband. And now I can't even give birth and this child is in danger. And she says she hears God clearly saying, I want you to want me more than you want anything else. In other words, don't want to be in a relationship with me for what you can get from me, but rather want to be in a relationship just because you want to be in a relationship with me. And I think that's true for all of us. So even when we look at healing, let us remember God is the healer. Let us remember that it is God through whom all love flows and love is healing. But let us also remember that above all, we should want to be in a relationship with God, just to be in a relationship with God. Now, Ronald Rollheiser said the following, and I found this absolutely beautiful. He said, we believe that we are all part of the mystical body, the body of Christ. And he said, this is not a metaphor. The body is a living organism, just as real as our physical body. In other words, as a human race, we are all connected. We're all part of a mystical body. And this body is a living organism made up of all of us, each and every person. And he said, inside a physical body, as we know, all parts influence each other for good and for bad. And I think we all know that when we get ill. And our prayers are health-giving enzymes affecting the whole body. In other words, when we pray, we send these health-giving enzymes into this living, mystical body made up of all of us. And he said, those enzymes particularly go to the personal events to which we direct them. So the person we are praying for, the event we are praying for, this is the doctrine of faith, not wishful thinking. So he said, this is true. This really happens. It's not wishful thinking. So the first point I want to make this morning is that our prayers are really important. And we may be feeling hopeless about Russia and the Ukraine and other areas of conflict. There may be areas in our own lives where we're feeling hopeless. But let us never forget the power of prayer. We are all one mystical body, all connected, and we need to remember that. If the pandemic has taught us nothing else, maybe, and I hope it has taught us that, that we are all connected. Now let's look at the human body. It is an amazing thing. The body has the ability to heal itself, repair itself. It even stores up food, and I laughingly told someone the other day that if they want some of my excess, they're welcome. The fact that it actually stores up food for times of hardship is amazing. We have what is called the fight, flight, fright or flock reaction. And that is also an amazing thing, that when we face danger, adrenaline floods our system and we either fight or we stand still or we flee. And the latest F they've added is flock, that we flock together. And that's not always a good thing. We've seen that where people flock together, stick together, they gain gain support against someone or against something, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not so good. But that is controlled by hormones secreted by our own body. Our bodies really are remarkable organisms. And we need to pray. We need to pray for others. We need to pray for healing. 
We need to pray for peace. We need to pray for the entire world. And it's important to see that those prayers are healing enzymes going into this mystical body, which is made up of all of us. Now, there are two things I just quickly want to mention. One is that a psychologist, a young psychologist once came to see me, and he asked me, and I didn't do it, he asked me if I would take two groups of people and I would promise to pray for both. And they must have the same illnesses, and then I must see whether the prayers actually worked or not. So in other words, I would tell a group I was praying for them and not pray for them. I'd tell another group I was praying for them and pray for them, and he wanted to see if there was any difference. Of course, that's completely unethical. But what I did tell him was that I have absolutely no doubt that those receiving the prayer would have experienced more healing and more peace than those for whom we didn't pray, because prayer is powerful. I also want to say that people often speak about how our shield of faith puts out the flaming arrows sent us by the evil one. And there's even a prayer that I've learned that we can pray about that. But I think we must stop giving the devil so much power or perhaps stop underestimating the power of our own prayers. Yes, flaming arrows may be sent to us and our shield of faith, if it's up, will protect us from those flaming arrows. But our prayers are so much more powerful than those flaming arrows. God hears us when we pray. When we pray healing prayers, they do make a difference. So while you're listening to Hosanna, praise is rising, and of course it's always important to praise God even in Lent, maybe just make a list in your head of people that who need prayer, situations that need prayer, or even prayers that you need. So coming up now on the Mighty Hot 1027, Hosanna, praise is rising. Enjoy. Hot. Hot. 1027. Hosanna, praise is rising on the mighty hot 1027. Good morning, you're listening to Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. If you've just joined me, it's really good to be with you this morning. In the midst of all that's going on, I thought it would be important today to look at healing. And I've looked at the power of healing prayers and how we must never underestimate the power of our prayer, how Ronald Rollheiser calls them healing enzymes directed at the mystical body and the areas in the mystical body that need them, people and events. I want to now move to the New Testament, because for some, healing is prescriptive. They feel that you have to pray in a certain way. You have to have a certain amount of faith. You have to be in the right place at the right time. And I want to say that God is bigger than all of that. Jesus didn't only pray in certain places. Jesus didn't only pray for people with certain faith. Jesus didn't only heal in specific ways. So let's look at some of the ways Jesus healed in the New Testament. Luke 4, verse 40. We are told that at sunset, all who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid hands on each one of them and cured them. So one of the ways was that Jesus laid hands on them. In all four Gospels, there are records of Jesus merely speaking the word, and the people are healed. Matthew 9, 6-7. He said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take up your mat, and go home. The man got up and went home. And we'd see something similar in John 5, 8-9. So Jesus sometimes just spoke the word and the people were healed. Jesus also touched people to heal them. As I said, he laid hands on people. And we know Simon Peter's mother-in-law who was ill, he took her by the hand and the fever left her. People could also just touch him. And of course we have that famous story that we all know, I think, of the woman who touches his cloak in the crowd and he feels the power going out of him and she's healed from a bleeding disorder. Jesus also used spittle to heal, and it's something I obviously won't be doing. We, we anoint with healing oil, but Jesus did. He spat on the man's eye and laid hands on him, and the man 
first of all, he said he can see people that look like trees walking around. Jesus prayed again and the man was healed. There was also, and I think what's important for that story and why I mention it, is that Jesus had to pray twice. Sometimes we think we just pray once and it's done. Even Jesus prayed twice for that man for complete healing. And so we need to be prepared to pray and pray and pray again. Keep on praying. In fact, when we look at that gospel verse, keep on asking, keep on seeking, we need to also remember, keep on praying. Jesus put his fingers in the deaf man's ear and he could hear. Jesus anointed the eyes of the blind man with clay, so we have anointing. So I'm sure by now you've got the idea. There's no one way. Jesus didn't speak just one lot of words in one specific way. He didn't just pray for one specific type of person with one specific faith. God is so much bigger than that. And we need to remember, always remember, that the healing is God's, not ours. And God is bigger than anything we can imagine or understand. And we don't get to dictate to God. We just need to place ourselves in the hands of God, pray continually, and ask for God's healing. And God heals in God's way, in God's time. Coming up now on the Mighty Hot 1027, Shout to the Lord, my Jesus, my Savior, there is none like you. And of course we know there is none like Jesus. Hot. Hot 1027. Darlene with Shout to the Lord on Hot 1027. Good morning. You are listening to Sunrise with Shona. And if you've just joined me, I've been looking at healing because I just feel with everything that's going on in the world, we need to refocus on the power of prayer and the power of healing prayers. So I've looked first at Ronald Rollheiser, who spoke about us all belonging to the mystical body, the body of Christ, and how our prayers are like healing enzymes that are directed towards the people or events for whom we're praying and the power of those prayers. I've looked at the ways in which Jesus healed. So what about us? Sometimes Jesus said, your faith has made you well. And so faith is important, and I think it's important for various reasons. But we need to remember God is bigger than anything we can imagine or understand. God can do God's work, even if we're not filled with faith. But I think faith helps. God created our brain in such a way, such an intricate and amazing way, that there is power in our thoughts, there's power in our faith. When we have faith in God, we are much more open to receive the healing. I think that when we have no faith, then we are not open, we are close to God. And of course God could force God's way into us, but God wants us to rend our hearts open to God, and faith certainly helps us do that. And so we need to remember the power of our minds and the power of faith, and it is important to have faith. If we don't believe in the power of our minds, we could just look at experiments done with placebos and see the power of the power of the mind over whatever it is we're receiving, and, and perhaps over the illness that we're experiencing. So we do need to have faith. But the one thing I do see, and I've seen it over and over again, and I've experienced it in my own body, is that God heals in different ways, as I said, at different times, in God's time, in God's way. It's not up to us to dictate that God must heal this in this way at this time. God works in mysterious ways, and sometimes the healing comes later, sometimes the healing comes in a different form. And of course, although none of us ever want to hear that, death is a healing in itself. Perhaps it's the ultimate healing as we become one with God. So we need to place ourselves in a position where we can receive healing through having faith in God. I do believe that. And I do believe that God always heals. I do want to stress that. Just being in God's presence, just having those healing prayers directed at us, is a healing in itself. 
Now to wrap up this morning and to, I hope, make you feel a little better, I read something the other day about God and we all know about how God is love and God loves each and every one of us even when we don't love God and God loves us completely and absolutely just as we are. Now I read this. Have you ever considered that God has fallen in love with you? God sends you flowers in spring. God sends you sunshine nearly every day. And in fact, the reading said every day, but I changed it to nearly every day because we have so much rain in Gauteng. Whenever you want to talk, God listens. Isn't that beautiful? We all often need someone to talk to, and we always have God. God is always present, always willing to listen. And it ended by saying God could live anywhere in the universe, but God chooses to live in our hearts. And for me, that is the greatest surety of all in these troubled times, these uncertain times. God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. I've said it before and I will say it again. And God lives in our hearts. We live in the permanent presence of God and we live in the power of God, the indwelling Holy Spirit flowing in and through us to others. And so I pray today that whatever you may be experiencing, wherever you may need healing, whatever it is that you are going through, I pray that right now, You will place that in God's hand and ask for God's healing to flow into you and into the situation. To wrap up this morning, Heart of Worship and 10,000 Reasons, both of which are my favorite. Enjoy, have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening. And may God bless and protect you and those you love and pray for today and always. Heart 1027